The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to Sports ASA, the summer edition where the Bonds and Men's and you can get involved in the show thanks to the Just Quality Home Improvements open line, 1300 736 736. Give us a call. Let us know what you feel. Give us your tip for tomorrow or text in on 0427 154 166. Now, men's, we're trying to get an Adelaide striker girl on the phone, but they're flying back from Perth. Apparently, there's a bit of a delay with the flight. So hopefully, we'll get uh, someone from the strikers tomorrow. Yeah, we're hoping for tomorrow. I mean, their schedule is packed. They, yes. They're playing every three days. Yes. Uh, their next game is Wednesday, and then they play again on Saturday. And we saw that over the weekend. They played Friday and Sunday. And over the weekend, a couple of really good results. We beat the Sydney Sixers comfortably and then had a really good close finish against the Scorchers uh, just yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I watched all of yesterday's game. Uh, They were excellent. It was such a good game of cricket. Both teams were very, very good. Um, But it came down to the strikers needing 12 runs to win off the final over. And let's have a listen to the final over. Ainsworth hit out through extra cover. Placed on Ainsworth. Full toss hit down the ground. Devine comes around. They're coming back for two. Ainsworth takes the bails off. Does she get home? Patterson is out. This is going right down to the wire. Gibson winds up. Hits it well. Might have hit it all the way. Six runs. 18 years old. Hit away for four. The strikers have done it. Danny Gibson with two fantastic strikes has propelled them to victory. You heard the name Danny Gibson there. She is a new recruit for the strikers this year. She is an English player from Gloucestershire. She plays in the Western Storm and the London Spirit as well in the 100. Um, she stamped her foot on this competition with a big final over. She did 16 off seven deliveries. She was not out the other night too. Chased mm. at home, uh, just made five in that one. But um, she's going well, as is Katie Mack. Katie she Mack, is flying. 50 the other day and 71 against the Scorchers. Uh, man on the ma- or woman of the match and rightfully so as well. She is yeah. at the top of the order with Laura Wolfhart. It's a really nice combination with Tully McGrath just sliding in at number three. Leading run scorer for the competition at the moment, Katie Mack. She is flying. Um, and uh, her part, normal partner in crime, Bridget Patterson, has dropped down the order a little bit. She made runs yesterday as well. Uh, she made 35, but, yeah, um, with the ball. Yeah. One of our favourites, Amanda Jade Wellington, got three for 25, and she was on the mic as well, so she was bowling and got the mic as as well, her run around, having some fun, took a catch. She's been good. She three right. wickets, two wickets on Friday, so five wickets in her past two matches. Uh, we sit top of the table with five wins and two losses. For mine, we do look like the most complete side there is in terms of our batting and our bowling. And we won it last year, we know that. But the Strikers yep. women's team look like they're well and truly on the way to going back to back. Yeah, love it. Uh, well done, girls. And once again, we'll try and get someone from the Strikers on the phone tomorrow. Time for Lost in the Wash men's uh, toolkit depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit depot, everything you need under the one roof, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store or online. Yeah, we'll go to the uh, back to the ODI World Cup. And uh, yep. we talked about the Aussies, but there's a couple of matchups that we didn't mention uh, and we will get onto them. But I know that we wanted to play a little bit of audio from the Johnny Bairstow dismissal. Mitchell Stark with ball in hand and Johnny Bears 
Leicester faces the first delivery. Down leg side, and there's a big appeal. It's been given. Strangled down leg side, Johnny Bairstow. Horror start for England. The worst of possible starts for England. Bairstow goes for a first ball duck. England, not for one. Yeah, even though Johnny Bairstow's English, I do feel sorry for him. That's a, such a stiff way to get out. <laughs> Come on, Watto, you're better than that. Shane Watson and Nasser Hussain there. Didn't some... feel an, a, a smidge of empathy for him. How about Besto's face as well when yeah. he got out? Great. You, as an Aussie, you love seeing that. Loved it. Every uh, second. So tonight's game, Bangladesh versus Sri Lanka. We're just waiting on the toss to be won. I or... got that for you, men's. Yes, what do you got? Bangladesh has won the toss and elected to bowl. Elected to bowl first, so they will chase. Then potentially could be some dew in Delhi there, and they might be able to come home with that. I mean, England have been the most disappointing team in the World Cup, but for mine, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka aren't far behind. I mean, Bangladesh, one and six. Bangladesh have been the worst team in the tournament. They've got smashed in their six losses. And Sri Lanka, they started okay in two wins, five losses. Um, They're both out of contention now. So not the most attractive game tonight, but we'll see who can come out with the win, uh, as India did last night against South Africa. They're still undefeated. How good were they last night? This was one versus two, and they made it look like one versus 25. They did. Their, their form is scintillating, to say the least. They, they came out and made 326 for the loss of five wickets. Vera Colley made another 100. We might have a listen to that in a second. But they bowled South Africa out for 83. Jadeja, a nice five for 33. But let's have a listen to Vera Colley after hitting his 49th one-day century. He's a man who writes his own scripts. Many happy returns of the day to Virat Kohli, his 35th birthday, his 49th ODI 100, and the umpteenth time that he set up the Indian batting. You know, it's for me, it's... It's, it's uh, not a lot from Virat. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We got, we got more out of Mark Nicholas there on the commentary of Virat's uh, 49th 100, which equals the great Sachin Tendulkar in yes. one-day cricket. Yes, he'll go past that. Well and truly past that. And become one of the, well, if not India's greatest one-day player. He will. And he might be the MVP of this tournament. He's probably the favourite right now. They are 8-0. and uh, They don't look like they have any weaknesses. We might have a listen to the great Adam Gilchrist on whether India are beatable. It looks unlikely, but I can see it happening. It's possible. There's no doubt about that. Um, get to... You, know, you get to the knockout stages, which is effectively just the semi and, and the final. They're the two cutthroat games, aren't they? So uh, there's a chance that they could stumble if if someone uh, posts a big score. Yeah, I, I mean, they could if someone posts a big score. But again, uh, their bowling attack, Mohamed Shami has been unbelievable in this tournament. He's taken five for in a number of games. We talked about Jadeja taking five for last night. Jasper Boomer for mine has bowled as well as anyone, though. Yes. He just hasn't got the wickets. Yes. Uh, and that's just their bowling attack. And then we know with their, their Rohit Sharma's in some really good form. Shubman Gill's starting to come into it nicely, and Virat's been the player of the tournament. Yeah. So the only maybe weakness or downside is Hardik Panya is out for the remainder of the tournament. He's been ruled out. But in saying that, the guy that he was probably going to come in for and replace is Shreyas Iyer. Now he came out and made 77 last night. So yeah, it looked beautiful as well. He really did, good didn't he? 
stylish player, really nice. He, he, really nice. And so, look, they're going to be difficult to beat. I, I think if they're going to lose, it will be in the final, and you never know what can happen in the final. I, I don't see them getting beaten in the semi-final, which is why for Australia, I think you've got to finish in the top three, which uh, destiny's in our own hands now. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, do, we we have got uh, Lindy's got um, Virat's uh, press conference. It's all too much to take in right now, to be honest. I mean, to equal my, my hero's record uh, in one-day internationals is something that is a huge honor for me. I mean, I, I know that, you know, it's people like comparisons. I'm never going to be as good as him. I mean, it's, there's, a, there's a reason why we all looked up to him. He's perfection when it comes to batting. I'm trying to do my best, trying to win games for my country. He's always going to be my hero regardless of what happens. And yeah, it's, it's a very emotional moment for me. I know where I come from. I know the days that I've watched him play on TV. So just to stand here and get this appreciation from someone like him means a lot to me. How humble is that from Virat Kohli about Sachin Tendulkar? I was just about to say the humility. Oh. And he shows it all the time. Yep. On field, he can come across as, um, for want of a better term, a bit of a tool. Yep. The way he carries on around arrogance. wickets and yep. shows that arrogance. But off the field, he always shows humility and he always respects the game and he respects who he's playing against. He does. It's incredible. And you see that from some of your best sportsmen. I mean, Novak Djokovic is one that comes to mind that a lot of people don't like the way he goes about it on the tennis court. And then he gets to the – once he's won the trophy or if he's come second, and he's so elegant in the way he speaks. Yes. Uh, there's so many of the best sportsmen. LeBron's the same. Um, there's so many that do it so well. And, and Virat, that that was really, really cool to hear him talk about Sachin Tendulkar in that way and in that light. So You could hear the emotion in his voice could. when he was talking. That, and that's, that's very powerful. It's great. It is. And so we don't, as Aussies, we don't want to run into him until potentially the final if we get there. And it maybe looks like we might avoid him in the semi-final because of a result last night, uh, sorry, on the weekend, which is Pakistan taking on New Zealand. Now, New Zealand batted first. They got put in and they yes. made 401 for yes. the loss of six wickets. And it looked like Pakistan probably made the wrong decision. Then they had a few issues with the weather, with a delay, uh, and uh, it meant that there was a DLS that came in in terms of the scoring system. Pakistan came out and made one for 200 and got the win. So what that has done is it's meant that Australia is sitting in third position with five wins from seven games on 10 points. It's a logjam around four. So you've got New Zealand on eight points from eight games, Pakistan on eight points from eight games, and Afghanistan, unlikely Afghanistan, on eight points from seven games. So I would love to see the Afghanistan cricket team make it into the Imagine. top four. It, uh, it would be great. Well, and it would be great. And so I guess for those wondering, well, who do they have to play? Well, New Zealand and Pakistan, they both just got the one game remaining. New Zealand takes on Sri Lanka. You'd think that they might be too good. Pakistan plays England. You'd think they'd probably win that too, the way England's going. And Afghanistan, if they're going to make it, they'll deserve it because they play against Australia and South Africa. Their last two games are against the teams that are sitting second and third on the table. So a very interesting watch to see if the Afghanistan cricket team can make it into the semifinals. Yeah, and that uh, Aussie-Afghanistan game is tomorrow night. So looking forward to that one as well. I wonder if Maxi could just come straight back in, doesn't he? Uh, he will when he's right to go. Um, but the question is, who goes out? Now, Manus made 70... 71 in our last game. So is it as obvious as that? Well, we might have a listen to uh, Adam Gilchrist on who Maxwell comes in for. Certainly, if Max is available, he's sort straight back in there. And I, I would think it's Cam Green at the moment. And then, because uh, Maxie's bowling's been exceptional as well. You're not losing out either way there with that or ball. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I would I would leave uh, Marnus in and take Cam Green out for Maxi to come in because we know, we know what it's like with the spin-friendly wickets over there. Let me ask you the tough question then. Stephen Smith. Where does he bat? Should Labuschagne stay in the side and Smith miss out? No, I don't think so. No, not with the... He, he's one of our best spin... Uh, players that's been in the team, and so no, I don't think so. It'd be a, it'd be a bold call to drop Steve Smith, wouldn't it? Absolutely. No, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing that no, out. No, it, what about, what about? Uh, I don't, I wouldn't do it. What about Stoinis? Uh, yeah, I don't mind that one a little bit more because he bowls his medium to fast, uh, medium paces really. And and again, if if this was in England or. In Australia, I would be more inclined to go with that, but I just think he's not going to be as important as Steve Smith. Yeah, he got uh, he got a very handy thirty five Stoinis as well. Um, Cam Green's the obvious one for mine. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. make any other call other than that. I think that if it's if it's Marnus, then potentially that's the other one. But Cam Green's the one that goes out. He did make runs though in the last game, so it's going to be tight. It is um, good. Problem for the selectors to have. I can give you the stump score between South Australia and Queensland. It is two for 190 at stumps. Uh, bad light stop play, not out. Henry Hunt, 104, his eighth first class 100, and McSweeney, 33, not out. Yeah, nicely positioned the Redbacks there. Bonds, we've got a couple of texts come in. So uh, Jason from Marola Bark, he is uh, kind words, Jason. He's asking or hoping that I potentially get a look in somewhere as an assistant coach down the down the road. So uh, I've got a little coaching gig this year, Bonds, not at AFL level. but I'm uh, aware. We'll see how we go there. But the other Stepping one... Stepping stones, men. Yeah, you never know. But uh, Big Duff's texting again. Uh, great to have you back on board, Big Duff. He says, get a Bonds and men's. Big duff here. I've got my money on New Zealand still to pull off the World Cup. They're not done with yet. I quite like that text, Big Dove. I think that we've seen with Trent Bolt opening the bowling, Southies in there. They've got a, a nice bowling attack, and if Conway can actually start making runs again, he's been poor of late. But yes. Ravindra's come in. He's been very good, Daryl Mitchell. Mitchell. I, I, I think they've got a really well-balanced team. Um, love the text, Big Duff, and thanks for being part of the show. Kane Williamson's back now too, which is huge for them. Mm. Really good. Um Men's, we're talking about the final four. There's 10 games left. What about the permutations as to who, who do you think, yep. based on the last 10 games, is going, to, is going to be in the top four and where are they going to finish? Yeah, so let's, in, say, let's India top. India we yeah, it will be number top. Uh, there's no doubt in that. And they can't fall from that position. Now, South Africa, because of their net run rate, they're, they're 1.376. Australia is 0.9. So we won't make that up. In, uh, in the two games we've got. So South Africa will finish second. Australia, I believe, will finish third, which means that who finishes fourth? It's either New Zealand, Pakistan or Afghanistan. Now, Afghanistan's going to need to beat uh, at least Australia or South Africa, but probably both. So I don't see them making it, which means it comes down to Pakistan versus England and New Zealand versus Sri Lanka. New Zealand's net run rate, 0.398, and Pakistan, 0.03. So that favours New Zealand. If they both win, the Kiwis make it into fourth. If uh, if Pakistan can get up and New Zealand loses, then they'll jump into the four. But I think we'll see India take on New Zealand in the first semi-final, and South Africa take on Australia in the second semi-final. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it stays as is. I think New Zealand. I'm with Big Duff. I think New Zealand aren't done with yet. I'm not sure if they can win it, but I think they they make the semis. Yeah, which uh, I think is probably the best 
format as well. I think we saw New Zealand play against India and probably pushed them as well as any team has. So they do match up okay and probably well much better than what Pakistan do. So Australia takes on Afghanistan tomorrow night. England versus Netherlands on Wednesday night and then the games we're talking about. New Zealand versus Sri Lanka Thursday night. So that's one we'll know. South Africa, Afghanistan Friday night and then Australia and England play again on Saturday against Pakistan and Bangladesh. So we're not far away from the semi-final stage. Wednesday, 15th of November, and then the final will be Sunday, the 19th of November. So starting at 7pm will mean you'll have to stay up until about 5am, Bonds, if we are to make the final to see us hopefully win it. I'm Probably not. <laughs> watching the mini. I'll watch as, mu- as much as I can until I fall asleep, and then I'll watch the mini hey, in the morning. Um, I wanted to ask you, we're, we're sort of getting wrapped up in this now, aren't we? Like the first probably three or four weeks of the... Of the one-day cup. Yep. Everyone wasn't... They were keeping an eye on it, but they yep. weren't that, that interested in it. Now that it's coming to an end, everyone's jumping on board, and the crowds have shown that as well. The crowds have shown that as well. I think here in Australia, it's also been a little bit dependent on our results. Yes. We, we played the first two games. We played really poorly. But what's actually that has shown is we played against, by far, the two best teams in this tournament. We had to play against South Africa and against India in our open two, opening two matches, which, again, at the time, it didn't look like South Africa was going to be in the best three or four teams. So there was some worrying and some concerning signs, but we've certainly bounced back. And oh, the crowds are always going to be there. It's India. Absolutely. Uh, yep. There's no way they're not going to rock up. And the other thing is, well, when you're a home nation and you are 8-0 and, and you look bulletproof, there's going to be everyone going to your games. And, um, again, we've said that there's been some really good stories throughout this tournament. Afghanistan is the one. Four wins from seven games. So they would have been happy with one win, I think. Maybe two wins in the tournament. Great to see the Netherlands win two games as well. Would not have picked that at the start yes, of the tournament. Uh, no. Um, great, great stuff. It's been... I've really enjoyed it because I'm a bit of a cricket nuffy. So I really enjoyed turning the TV on every night and watching cricket. But the best part has been England, one win from seven matches. Yeah, it's awesome. Um Oh, can we play that Johnny Bears? No, we can't. <laughs> I was going to play the Johnny Bears Day thing again. Uh, should we do a new segment, men? Let's do it. I'm All excited right. about this. So another new segment. Um, this is called The Hat Trick. And this is for Tire Power. Get your free five-minute safety check today. Um, the hat trick. Tell us about the hat trick, men's. Yeah, the hat trick. So what it's going to be is we've got three statements here, Bonds, and we've, we're going to go with one each. So the first one's going to be a forgettable moment. Second one, if you don't know, now you know. And the third one is it is what it is. So I'm going I'm to open with a new ball, the forgettable moment, and I'm going to go with the Melbourne Demons in the women's competition. The forgettable moment is their result on the weekend. Their loss on the weekend to Brisbane means that they finished second on the table. They look like the best team this year. They finished second. They're not going to get a home grand final. That, at the end of the day, might cost them the premiership. It might. If they're playing Adelaide at the Adelaide, oh, wouldn't, wouldn't be at the Adelaide Oval. The mm. pitches are in an Adelaide Oval. Interesting. Yeah. Where would they play the grand uh, final in Norwood's Adelaide? probably the obvious one. I think Norwood would be the obvious it's not big one. enough, is it? Uh, that's a good question. It's mm. a very good question. But that is my forgettable moment for the Melbourne Demons women's team on the weekend. Good one. My forgettable moment, men's, is the 36ers losing to Perth. Let's just move on and uh, just forget about that result. Let Perth be a little happy for a week or so. In fact, they play Melbourne United tonight, so they're probably going to lose tonight, <laughs> Perth. So, hope, come on, United. I don't say that very often. But I think that's, yeah, that's that's just forget about that. Yes. Um, but what we shouldn't forget about men's is that 
this Saturday night. They take on the Jack Jumpers. If you haven't been to a 36ers game, get there. If you cannot make it to see the Jack Jumpers play the Sixers, it will be on SENSA with myself and Rupert Sapwell. We're going nationwide on Saturday nights. Epic. I'll be listening to that. I got along uh, to a game not long ago, their first win, actually, yes. of the season, which was Illawarra. So I'll definitely be listening to that one. All right. So one, that's, that's forgettable moment. Forgettable moment. If you don't know, now you know. Well, if you don't know that Adam Zampa is Australia's most important player in this World Cup, now you know. He has taken 19 wickets in seven games, and he is by far our most important player. Oh, easily. Easily. He's been fantastic. And it's no surprise that when he starts bowling well, yep. Australia start getting results. It's been... Uh, he's, he's been excellent. Three for 21 against England. He was unplayable. Yes. He is, he is arguably the most valuable player of the tournament. Coley's got it at the moment, but Zampa's not far behind. Question without notice. Adam Zampa play a test match soon? I'd love to see it. Uh, I mean... If the GOAT retires... In the subcontinent, maybe? Yeah, it might depend on what happens with Nathan Lyon. We know that Murphy's going to get a look in, but, uh, yeah, I'd love to see that. Bonds, what have you got for? If you don't know, now you know. All right, if you don't know that the Melbourne Cup's worth $8 million, this is the prize money for whether you finish first, the horse first horse across the line, to the 12th horse across the line. This is what they get Oof. in the Melbourne Cup take-home dollars. If you win the Melbourne Cup, you get $4.4 million. Thank you very much. Wow. If uh, you're in second, you get a handy $1.1 million. Third gets 550000 Fourth gets 350000 Fifth gets 230000 And sixth to twelfth, you still take home a handy 160000 k. Mm. So if you don't know that now, now you do. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, the, the top couple, even over a million dollars for seconds, a nice, uh, nice runner-up prize, isn't it? Uh, last Great. one is, it is what it is. And it is what it is, is the favourite Vaughan or Vaughan tomorrow in the Melbourne Cup, however yes. you want to pronounce it, doesn't win. It doesn't win. It is what it is. And the reason being is the last five favourites under $5 in the Melbourne Cup over the last 20 years haven't won the race. The favourites just don't win the Melbourne Cup. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, my is what it is. There's people complaining about the lack of DRS in WBBL. Um, there's been some absolute stinking decisions. Uh, but it is what it is. Yeah. Play on. Yeah, exactly right. Play on. Uh, Bonds, let's get to, before we finish the show, let's get to our Melbourne Cup predictions before you Before you do that, I've uh, got to thank Tire Power. Think safety this month to get the five-minute free tire check at your local Tire Power. And it's a, uh, our sponsor for the hat trick. Yes. Don't mind the hat trick. Yeah, I, I think it's going places. I think it is too. It'll evolve as we go on, but uh, I really like a couple of the statements in there that you had, and that prize money is interesting as well. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, time for our tips. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles. They're giving away a trip for two to America's biggest footy game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12. You still got a little bit of time and you're in the chance to win T's and C's apply. All right, men's, uh, who you got in your top? Well, are you going to give us a top three or four? Uh, I'll, I'll give you a top four then. I, I'm not putting okay. the favourite in there, as I just mentioned. Uh, so I'm going to go with a couple of outsiders, actually. I really like Ash Run. It's going to run at about $30. Uh, right. Number 11. Um, so that's one. Future history is an overseas horse as well that uh, is nicely uh, nicely placed at around about 20 bucks. The Japanese have had a pretty good, uh, pretty good carnival so far. So Akita Sushi, uh, that's a nice name. Nice. Fifty-one and a half kilograms on that one. So there's three for you. And I'll so what were those numbers? Eleven. That is eleven. 
that is 13. Uh, Ash Run is that one. Future History goes down at number 21. And the last one I'll give you is, I'm going to put it up there again. I think it's a great horse. Gold Trip, number one. Yep. Okay. Well, there's uh, Menz's picks for tomorrow's Melbourne Cup. Um, I'm going with the top weight gold trip as well. I think uh, I think it can win and uh, what go odds back are you going to get back. for that? Eight, yeah, probably yep. five to eight dollars yeah. in, in that sort of range. Again, I just think it's it is the hardest race to yep. predict. So that's why I've gone thirty four dollars, twenty one dollars, uh, fifteen, yep. and then eight dollars in gold trip. I've gone three without a fight. Uh, I think that's very good. Yep. I've gone the uh, stable mate of the favourite, absurd yes. number seven. And number 17, Military Mission. I think that'll give you a bit of value in your trifecta. Yeah, plenty of overseas horses in this cup, and uh, I think we might see one of them potentially take it out. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelpline.org.au. Only bet what you can afford, people. Um, have a great day tomorrow, men's. Uh, where are you watching the cup anywhere tomorrow? Uh, I'll be watching it on delay. I'm actually working as it's <laughs> running, so I probably can't get it up on my phone, but I'll watch it about half an hour after the race. What oh, about yourself? Yeah, I'm working too, so... Uh, you watch it live. We'll, we'll stop work <laughs> and watch it live, yes, no doubt. Thanks for joining us. Um, it's been Sports Day SA. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you. Linesy, thanks for pushing the buttons, mate. Appreciate it. I hope you'll be here tomorrow. See you, everyone.